Hello and welcome to the Travel Agent Interview. I am your host, Megan Chapa, and I am privileged today to have Kara Lee on the phone with me. And Kara Lee specializes in active type vacations. Kara, welcome to the program. Thank you so much for having me. Kara, before we get into your specialty and specifically um, a segment that you have that you're selling to the U.S. market, do you have a gadget or a tech item, something that you like to have when traveling? I think what everyone needs when they go on one of my um, trips is a lanyard um, okay. and preferably okay. a tickle pink travel lanyard. <laughs> Absolutely. Because <laughs> you need one of those to have your cruise card with you at all times because um, that's really all you need when you're um, doing one of our cruises. Yeah, and I lost my cruise card the last time I was on the cruise and it, cause, well, it was on a formal cruise. It was on the Queen Mary 2 and they don't have a punch on them. So of course I didn't, I was wearing a dress with no pockets. So I lost it, but having one of those with a little envelope on it would have been helpful. We carry a punch with us. So, um, they don't always come with the whole already made. So we're there to give you a punch in case we need one. Excellent. Good to be prepared. So are they pink? They are actually white with pink jumping ladies on them and purple riding. You can't miss us. That's that's the goal. That's right. Well, Kara, um, will you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got into the travel industry? Because you actually are a smart cookie. You have a law degree and are certified past the board in the state of New York. That is correct. So I never, ever envisaged that I would have uh, my own travel company uh, when I graduated from law school in Sydney, um, and that was in 2002, um, and went to the U.S. straight away. Um, after getting my bar in Sydney, I went to the U.S. and took the New York bar mm-hmm. and practiced in the U.S. for five years, um, mainly doing securities fraud, uh, white-collar crime defense work, and wow. then moved into prosecution. I'm working for the SEC in Washington. Wow. Uh, Yeah. So travel was really not, I mean, besides traveling across the world to do law, uh, travel was not really on my mind or something I was going to pursue as a career. Um, That only came later once I had two children. Uh, Practicing law full time, the way I was doing it, didn't really allow me to have much time with my kids. So after I had my second child... Um, and was on maternity leave, um, I just couldn't sit still. I loved to be active. Mm-hmm. I loved to go to the gym, do spin classes, do anything that's different. I used to be a cheerleader, but don't tell anyone <laughs> about that. But much younger. So I've always been very active and busy, and uh, I needed to do something. And we just went on a big cruise, a family cruise, and came back, and I was in a spin class. And I thought, how amazing would it be if we could just take this group of motivated spinners on board a cruise ship and just do this all the time, every day. Yeah. And have all the food cruise right there as well. So and burn off all the calories that you're eating on yes. the cruise ship. Yes, you know how it is. You just eat, I do. eat, eat. So and they have amazing facilities on board cruise ships, uh, in terms of fitness. Yes. Um and they're happily used. So I just thought it would be an amazing thing to combine my two passion um and do something with it and that's how it all started so kara we know that you did the you practice law 
and then you moved into the travel industry. So how long have you been actually in the business of operating uh, tours and cruises and all of the things that you're involved in currently? Um, so I started in 2010, so that's eight years ago now. Um, mm-hmm. And the pole cruise has been going since, I think, 2012. 2000, actually, 2013 was the first pole cruise. Okay. Um, and it's been every year consecutively from then on. <laughs> yeah, and, and, we've, and now you're doing two a year, so that's exciting. Oh, it's fabulous. I want to get more. Okay, well, we'll see if we can help you with that. Uh, thank you. So what was the first cruise you did? So I did a, yeah, I did a fitness cruise. We called it the first ever fitness cruise. Okay. Um, and I I got um, 60 people and we went on board one of the ships in um, from Sydney and we had uh, boot camps and uh, different styles of uh, fitness classes, as well as seminars, and um, just like-minded people got together and just had a fantastic time, um, and uh, that's where it all started. Now, let's so talk that was about... <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That just means that you've perfected your craft right now, so that's good. Let's talk about yeah. a, a, a different form of fitness, a challenging form of fitness and something that when you post your pictures I'm just like holy cow the body might not have been supposed to bend like that but it's incredible so tell us about <laughs> what you currently do and uh, the cruise that you specifically are offering to uh, U.S. clients. Yeah so um, in advertising my fitness cruise at uh, the, uh, the Australian Fitness Expo uh, I was approached by um, some pole dancers who asked if they could have a specific pole dancing cruise and at the time I had no idea about poles um, or pole dancers yeah. um, but I thought yeah why not I, I'm one of those people that you can do anything if you want to to make okay. it happen so <laughs> I just said yeah let's do it and uh, little did I know how incredibly interesting it would be to try and get uh, on board a cruise ship <laughs> but I made it happen it, it's really uh, it, it was it was quite interesting. We had to uh, get the cruise engineers on board with us. Um, we had to go and do fittings. We had to get immigration on board. We had to get them weighed. It was a it was a whole. Um, it was much more than I anticipated, but just we got it all done. And uh, the first cruise was just such a success. Um, it was so different to anything anyone had ever done. Um, and word of mouth just spread, and it's just continued ever since, year year after year after year, uh, to the That's point really now good. where we're just selling out months and months in advance. And uh, I just thought, what a better place to take it than to the U.S., where I've lived and I know about the industry, and I just know there's so many more pole dancers and cruises that we can combine and just make it a huge success. So what are the dates for the U.S. cruise? And the website is U.S. Pole Cruise. Is that correct? PoleCruiseUSA.com. Okay. Or and what, um, people can also access it through the Tickle Pink web um, site, so www.ticklepinktravel.com. Okay, great. We'll put that all in the show notes. Yeah, so the cruise in the U.S. is going to leave um, Fort Lauderdale on the 18th of November in U.S. 
language. That's November 18th, <laughs> 2018. It seems like a long way away, but uh, I don't know about you, but this year has just, it's just going so fast. Yes, it is. Um, and if it's anything like the Australian cruises, they sell out months in advance. So as you can imagine, because of the nature of a pole cruise where you can only have so many poles on a cruise ship, yep. uh, we have to limit the number of people that we can bring on board. So once that fills up, we're done. Okay. And we have to close sales. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so for someone that might be interested in this but has not either cruised or can't imagine what a day would look like, could you tell us what maybe, you know, sun up to sunset looks like or even past sunset because I imagine there'll be some night activities? <laughs> yes. So there's something about pole dancers that I found quite interesting. Um, they're very, very uh, intense. They love to get up early, exercise, and do pole dancing um, as the sun rises. So oh. um, a typical day um, would be getting up early, uh, maybe 6.30, 6 o'clock, um, getting some fruit from the buffet, going um, to potentially a boot camp out on the um, basketball court from the top decks. Mm -hmm. to get the heart and juices flowing. Um, and then um, there'd be a workshop uh, in a, in um, the pole studio, which we set up um, with one of our amazing instructors um, that we bring from all over the world. Um, so you'd have an hour of pole workshop and then you may have an hour break where you go and have some morning tea and then there'd be another hour of a workshop and then if we're at port, you may want to go out and explore the the island or, um, in this instance, Cozumel, Mexico, mm -hmm. um, for a few hours. And uh, then you come on back on board and you may even have another workshop or you may have enrolled yourself in a photo shoot on one of the decks. Oh, um, fun. So you can get a beautiful, beautiful photo of yourself on um, a stage pole with the cruise ship in the background and the ocean and the islands there. Um, and then um, that night, potentially either have um, a showcase night where the instructors perform um, for everyone um, and put on an, an amazing show, which the officers on board usually just uh, can't <laughs> help themselves. But uh, I'm knocking not. the doors down to come and watch. Um, or we may have a cocktail party, uh, sail away party from the particular location that we have, um, by the pool with a DJ. Um, and typically, um, as you would imagine, the pole dancers like to get involved and have a few drinks and have a few dance, dances and shimmies around the pool. <laughs> um, and then that usually ends about one twelve o'clock and bedtime. Ready so for the next day. <laughs> you guys are like the officer's favorite cruise all year. <laughs> oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's they good. They look forward to it. <laughs> it helps get poles on board. Let's just oh, say that. Good, good. So, what <laughs> if someone has never participated in this type of activity before? Is this something that they can participate in, and what should they do to prepare? Okay, so um, I've never actually um, pole danced. Mm -hmm. So um, for someone like me, for example, um, there are several levels of pole dancing. So they, they organize everyone into groups, so according to your level. So if you're a beginner, for example, you'd be in the red group. 
and then all the classes that you would go to would be beginner classes. So you wouldn't even need to have done pole dancing before. Okay. Um, so everything would be catered to your particular level. Um, so you don't have to prepare at all, um, but you can if you want to. If you want I imagine to, some push-ups would be helpful. Or some splits if you can do that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that. <laughs> There's really no need. Just, it, it, the idea is to come, enjoy, have fun and learn and um, to meet new people and like-minded people and just have a ball. It's a unique experience. Yeah, it's it's probably, I mean, on a completely different spectrum, I had a quilting cruise that I talked to um, a gal about, Alpha Daily Majors. That's a good episode if you're someone who likes handicrafts. But the things that you can do on a cruise ship are just mind-blowing. I mean, it's a floating conference facility, really. It's amazing. Yeah, and you can and, – and we stretch the limits. We just – we do things you wouldn't even imagine are possible. Um, so, for example, we had a photo shoot on the helipad of one of our cruises, <laughs> which – Unheard of. Um, we got the pole right in the center where the helicopter would usually land. <laughs> um, um, or we did acro on one, on the top deck and we had acro classes. Um, so it's just, it's, it's fantastic. The sky's the limit. It's really, it's all about what you want. We can do it. Now we do have actually a, a pretty large listenership in Australia. Is there anything that you want to talk about that departs from Australia and is catered towards Aussies that they might be able to participate in? Yeah, sure. So we've got the East Coast Pole Cruise 2018, which is going in three and a half weeks. So that's all sold out. So oh, yeah. that's not, but um, keep your eyes peeled um, because uh, we will be announcing a new cruise for next year. Um, anytime, any day. Um, so there's that cruise, and then we've got a burlesque cruise, which uh, is departing from Brisbane, Australia, in May. So okay. that's kind of related to pole dancing. Um, some pole dancers like burlesque or... I was going to say, there might be a crossover market there. Yeah, a little bit. Um, we're finding, actually, they're quite separate, um, the people we've got, but uh, there is definitely a crossover. And uh, we've got a jiu-jitsu cruise um, departing uh, Sydney in January 2019. So that's more of a family-based cruise. The whole family gets involved in the jiu-jitsu. So we have kids' classes, adults' classes, and there's something for everyone. Yeah, I know a lot of families that do that. That's great. Yeah, it's fantastic. And my son does jiu-jitsu, which is how I got involved in that Um so that's going to be a great cruise. And we're working on a few other ideas that will soon be announced. So okay. Exciting. stay tuned. Stay tuned. Yeah. Okay, we will. And if you have updates for us or want to share something, would be happy to have you on again or post updates on the website, whatever we can do for you guys. Thank you so much. Of course. Uh, would you like to share a great success story, a funny story, or something that might have gone slightly off track but that you were able to bring back around for your clients? Yeah, sure. I think it was the first or the second pole cruise. <laughs> we uh, had a bit of an issue with the actual poles. Um, we couldn't. <laughs> there was a pole class that was scheduled for a um, one of the discos, and which had a. Um, it was on a carnival ship, and this, you had to go down these stairs to get to the disco. There was no other way to get down there, um, and we didn't realise that we had misscheduled on the first cruise, so we had to carry stage oh. poles um, 
from one side of the ship <laughs> um, all the way up to the other side. It just happened to be that way. And then <gasps> take them down these stairs and set them up. And so if, I don't know if you can imagine on a cruise ship where there's lots and lots of people trying to yes. train. How big is a base? It's it's big. And not only is it big, but it's heavy. Sure. Um, so we had to have at least two people carrying each base. Um, and this was going on for like half an hour from one side of the ship to the other side of the ship. And people were just staring at us, looking at us as if we were crazy. Um, but we got it all done. And uh, it actually became one of the stories um, that people talked about after the fact of how funny it was that we were moving poles around ships. <laughs> well, if people didn't know there was a pole cruise going on before, they did then. <laughs> exactly. It was good advertising. Yeah, That's right. People- yeah, those were the same people that were knocking on the door on the showcase night to come and have a look. Oh, <laughs> there you go. Do you have yeah. a best or most memorable meal you'd like to talk about? It can be the best for flavor or for, you know, just cooked being perfect, or it could be, you know, something memorable. Uh, for me, ice cream is, is my absolute favorite thing in the whole world. Mm. Um, and when we went, Carnival um, is renowned for their uh, melting, melting moment chocolate desserts, mm-hmm. and there's nothing better than um, that warm chocolate oozing out of the chocolate cake with the vanilla ice cream, cold mm-hmm. ice cream. <laughs> Every night, I would have that for dessert. I just love it. Yeah, I've had that exact exact dessert on one of those ships, and it is pretty amazing. It is good, isn't it? It is. And I don't know, who has an ice cream bar on their ship right now? They all do kind of like good dessert nights, but I don't know who has an actual ice cream bar. I should find that out. Hmm. Uh, well, the, I know in uh, in Australia, the P&O ships all have ice cream um, bars. So oh. Yeah, they're not, not sure. a huge player in the States, but, you know, maybe they will be. We've got some MSC kind of gets in here a lot. They're they're in Miami. They just launched some new, large, amazing-looking ship. Uh, but we don't have a lot of P&O. We have a lot of MSC as far as kind of European cruise lines in the States. Yeah. But P&O, one to watch for if you like ice cream. <laughs> exactly. I want to ask you favorite memorable meal. Okay. Um, well, I do have one, and this is we're going to go with memorable here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, it's probably more memorable for my brother because I, it, I think I, it was my 21st birthday maybe. Uh, and we went to, or maybe it was my 30th birthday. I don't know. We went to a Moroccan restaurant and it's one of these, you sit on the floor and have a family style meal, which we all, you know, there's five of us in our five children plus my parents and then some of our friends. So it was this kind of large group of people. And on Saturday nights, they have a uh, a troupe of belly dancers that comes in. So while you're eating, there's entertainment. And this, my oh, my wow. brother at this stage in his life was like super fit. I, and like my, my parents make good looking kids. My brother's a good looking guy. And this one belly <laughs> dancer also thought so. <laughs> he's trying to eat and she's got all these like medallions tied to her waist but so she's like shimmying up on him and he's trying to put food in his face and he like keeps getting bumped by like all these gyrations happening really close to his head (laughs) (laughs) and and we're thinking it's hilarious and he's trying to be serious (laughs) 
and just, it's, and just, he's just getting redder and redder, but it was, I mean, I think he was pretending that he was embarrassed. It was probably like the greatest night of his life. So yeah, he probably loved it. Yeah. The the entertainment was good. So I think it was, I don't know if it's still there, but I think it was Casablanca's and I think it's in Warrington, Pennsylvania, but it was, it was good. And, um, the entertainment was great too. Yeah. Thanks for asking me that question. Well, Kara, um, thank you for participating on the podcast. I, I want to give you an opportunity to say anything else we might have forgotten or for you to pitch anything else you want to before we close out. Yeah. Um, if anyone has any great ideas in the U.S. that they want to, that they want to put together on a cruise ship, uh, we can do anything. Uh, there's, there's no limit to what we can achieve on a cruise ship. I think if you can get poles on board a cruise ship and set up a pole studio, we can basically do anything. So, Feel free to contact us. We're incorporated in uh, the U.S. Um, and we, um, we're able to sell cruises in the U.S. to U.S. people. So please uh, get in touch and go on our website and um, we'd love to help you out. That sounds wonderful. Well, thank you for participating today. And um, until next time, this is Megan Chapa of the Travel Agent Interview saying good night. Good night. Good night.